0: Welcome to the NJ Criminal Podcast.
1: Yeah, it sounds like the techniques that you talked about a little while ago uh, for interviewing um, and being able to identify when someone is, um, you know, being defensive, not just denying. Um, you know, they're the, they're the same techniques that even though you're you're not conducting the interview, but when you're looking at a, a statement and analyzing it, you apply those same type of techniques.
0: Yeah. You, you can easily look at statements if you're not the one there and you're not getting the statements, you know, you can look at them and um, analyze them, you know, for someone else and say, look at the answers that you're getting. Is the person answering your question, you know, directly or are they avoiding? I can give you uh, one example. There was a pretty horrific murder in Warren County where, you know, and a woman, you know, an older woman was she would sit in her chair on the porch every day and wave to the traffic. And people would know she's there, and they'd go by and leave. And that was her her daily routine. And uh, they found out that someone had gotten in the house. She was shot in the head with a .22, um, and it bounced off. And then she was shot again in the head, and she was murdered. And then apparently her brother, who was about 65 years old, must have come home during this time and confronted the killer. And there was a, a huge struggle and fight through at least a couple of rooms and then this uh killer grabbed a pair of scissors and stabbed that man in the neck and killed him so a double homicide there's actually basically zero evidence of anyone no suspects you know of who could have done it what happened and time went by and they just you know as much as they wanted to solve this case there just wasn't any suspects nobody was seen in the area no strange person nobody saw anything and um time goes by they finally identify a niece that lived in pennsylvania and once a year she might go to atlantic city and if she did she'd stop at their house and visit you know for a couple hours and that's the only Mm -hmm. person they could even identify that ever even went to this house so they asked her to come in for a polygraph which is, you know, not unusual. We were often used to clear out and there's no suspicion of her. Nothing indicated that she would be involved in a case like this. It was just a matter of, here's the only person we can find that's ever been in the house, you know, give her a polygraph.
1: Right. That maybe could have got gained entry.
0: Or maybe she said something to somebody or, you know, somehow was involved, you know, but really no suspicion of her. Uh, But she came in with her boyfriend and during the interview, uh, Process. I was there with another member of my unit. She said I might be pregnant. So polygraph. We our policy in the state police was we don't polygraph uh, women that are pregnant, not because it would do anything or damage hurt the results. But if anything had happened to the pregnancy, she could, you know, say it was taking right. that polygraph, the stress of it. So I guess liability reasons. I mean, that was in effect before I got in the unit. But as soon as she said she might be pregnant, we really cut off the interview and i took her upstairs like i you know we can't we can't test her right now we're gonna have to wait and the boyfriend was there and i said to him well were you with her you know when whenever she stopped the house he goes well yeah i said would you mind coming down that way we can clear both of you with your test and they didn't even know what day you know she had been at the house um so he came down and my partner was doing the interview with him and i was sitting more in the back of the room observing and all of a sudden my partner stood up And just walked out of the room without saying anything. So I didn't know where he went. And, uh, you know, the guy is sitting there with his back to me. And my partner was gone for quite a while. And it started being awkward, right? So Mm -hmm. the guy started turning around looking at me, like, what's going on? Of course, I didn't know. So I went up and I just sat in a chair in front of him. I said, um, well, my first comment to him was, could anybody tell us that you were at the house that day? He said, "I hope not." I sincerely hope not.
1: <laughs> That's not. I a knew no. right
0: there he's the guy, <laughs> right? So yeah. In with that, I instantly know because he didn't say, you know, he should have said, "No, I wasn't there." Right? That's mm-hmm. what a truthful person right. would have said. No, he said, "I hope not." So then I knew that he didn't. He wasn't sure. Now, in interviewing, you're allowed to lie to a suspect or someone, you just can't cross a line that say something that might make a truthful person confess to something. Like, in other words, you're not allowed to actually manufacture a DNA report, you know, say their DNA showed up here. But as far as if you're saying something to somebody, even though it's a lie and it sounds unfair, is it something that a truthful person could easily still deny, right? So with his answer of I hope not, And I felt he had a little doubt. I said, you know, these people were older. I said, all their neighbors are older. I said, you know what old people do all day long? Look out their window. They spy on each other. I said, in this case, um, these people were petrified by what they saw that day. And they've never come forward and gave any statements about what they saw. But yesterday, which was a Sunday, just happened to be. They banded together and they came to the prosecutor's office because they were all scared and they told their story of what they saw. I said, do you think it's a coincidence that today you you, and your girlfriend were asked to come in here? Now, a truthful person could mm-hmm. have said, it, it's obviously a coincidence and there's no way anybody saw me there, like easily deniable.
1: Because I exactly. wasn't there.
0: <laughs> but he doesn't deny it, Right. And he ends up uh, shortly thereafter telling me, he goes, look, my girlfriend thought they had money. So I went there with this old 22 that I found that had one bullet in it. And I'm standing there threatening the old lady with it. And I'm holding the, the rifle pointing at her. I was never going to shoot her. He said, the gun goes off. It hits her in the head and bounces off. She said, she's sitting there looking at me. I just shot her. My girlfriend's upstairs rifling through the rooms trying to find money. I'm like, now what am I going to do? He said, then I loaded the other shell I had. I knew I had to shoot her again. And then he cold-bloodedly mm-hmm. shoots her. And that's when the brother came in. He goes, that guy almost had me. He said, if I hadn't found that pair of scissors. And he admitted to the whole thing. So there was How about statement analysis. One answer turned that entire case around, you know.
1: Because you were able right. to... If- seize that moment because you identified a a, a deceptive statement. if you were and you've been qualified as a as an expert in statement analysis. well
0: they've tried they try to qualify me as an expert when i get on these cases Mm -hmm. um but Mm -hmm. the defense simply says there's no science of statement analysis so you can't be an expert Mm -hmm. in it so i've never actually been called Mm -hmm. uh named a judge uh, an expert by a judge yeah but uh you know on one trial i was the two defense attorneys referred to me as a super trooper with the super notes because I kept (laughs) kept notes of everything. And, you know, I would have easily 15 pages a person, but in some cases I'd have 45 to 50 pages of rough notes that I would take because early on in my career, if I got a confession and I had to go to court and I sat with somebody for four hours, you know, the, the defense attorneys asked, what'd you talk about for four hours? And I have no notes or not, not a lot of good notes. And I'm sure. like, um, I don't really know, uh, you know, so I learned for my own sake. I began writing, I would actually write out my questions because we weren't videotaped back then. We didn't have an audio tape. It was really,
1: you needed an accurate yeah. record of,
0: so I right. began.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's, I think making lists and then listening are the keys to success in a lot of different the, areas. The
0: prosecutors used to get upset with me. Because when I gave my discovery, I not only gave my report, but I gave 30, 40, 50 pages of rough notes. And they'd be like, Why are you you're not supposed to do why are you doing that?
1: Because you have to turn it right. over.
0: And they're like, You're gonna be eaten alive by the defense by giving I said, I I was never hurt by any of my notes. They always helped me because I sure. said I said, This, you know, on one murder case, you know, I'm going, I'm testified for a couple of days and and I going through my notes. And I said, I said to the person You know, I've talked to a lot of murderers and the guy goes, and he liked me. And that was the first indication that he was guilty of anything. So I had it right in my notes, you know, and the jury, if I had my notes, the jury could understand because they're sitting here saying, what would make a guy confess to murder? You must have done something to him. You must have used undue force or pressure. Right. But if you can show him. Beat it out of him. Exactly. That's how they, I think they think. But if they can... Go along with my interview. I said this, he said that. I said this, he said that. I said, and then all of a sudden they see, mm-hmm. I said, I've talked to murderers. And he goes, Any like me, they're like, oh, right? So by me having notes, it never never um, hurt any cases I had to testify on. It always helped me, but I know that people were uncomfortable that I would supply so much discovery. Mm-hmm. I would meet with defense attorneys before the trial, which you don't have to do.
1: Right, well, just you had nothing right. to hide.
0: And I would. And everybody's like, right. you know, you don't have to. I said, no, but I will. Hehehe <laughs>